I'm teaching about the quantum of faith, part two. Take a Bible. I'll read a scripture that it will puzzle you. And you won't get anything until I teach you something. Are you there? First Chronicles 26. First Chronicles 26. And I would really want you to read King James Version. Because some of those versions will not read what I am reading. King James Version will read what I'm reading. But if you have another version, it will not read. So if you don't have King James Version, don't bother to read. But listen to what I'll be reading. Because you want to get what I'm, I'm reading there. So if you don't have King James Version, don't even open your Bible. Just stay quiet and listen to what the Bible says. If you have King James Version, open it. Now, this is what the Bible says. First Chronicles 26. I want you to listen very carefully here. Because as I said, I'm teaching about the quantum of faith, part two. Now, First Chronicles 26, verse 18. The Bible says, Atipaba westward, four at the causeway, and two at Baba. I'll read again. Atipaba westward, four at causeway, and two at Baba. Close your Bible. Sit down. Let me teach you at Baba. Are you there? At Baba, westward, four, at the causeway, and at Baba. That's all. Now remember this. When I was teaching about the quantum of physics, and when we also went into the quantum of faith, I spoke some things which I want you to understand. When I speak about the quantum of faith, I am referring to a gathering of all researchers. After doing the whole research, there is the highest level of faith, which is called the quantum of faith. Somebody said the quantum of faith. Say the quantum of faith. Say it again. So we have what you call the quantum of faith. The same way we have the quantum of physics. And we have a level where we, we call quantum of faith. Now, in the science, we have got things that they happen. And there's nothing in science that is not made of the atoms. And everything in the science is matter. You may not see it, but it exists. According to science... By the book written by the Alfred, Alfred Thompson, he wrote in his book, he said, what you call invisible, it is visible. Mm. I'm going to turn to somebody right here. Now, in his book, he said, the same way he gave a proof, a theory of a flying bird. If there is an eagle flying in the sky, you may see the eagle, but you may not see the wings. I'm going to turn to somebody here. The fact that you can see the ego, and you can see the wings, that doesn't mean the ego doesn't have the wings. But when the ego comes down, you'll be able to see the wings. Why? Because when it's up, far from you, you can't see the wings. 
The same way there are things in science, you cannot see them. But the fact you can't see them does not mean they don't exist. Am I talking to somebody, right? Yeah. The same way when we talk about light energy. No, no, no. Let me not talk to this. When we speak of light energy, light has got energy. And the word light in Greek is called fortizo. Say fortizo. Which is the energy? It is made of the photons. I'm not talking to somebody here. So when you have got a lot of the photons, they are the stronger the light determines how many photons are there. So if you take the, the light rays, which is formed by radiation, what I was teaching you, I said, when you take a light, the strongest light, strongest touch, and you press it on over a phone or anything, and you put it on top of a table, and you press it, and this is a heavy light, like a strongest touch, and you put over the phone there, and you hold it like this, after one hour, that thing will begin to float. Why? Because of the light energy. I'm not talking to somebody here. So when you move the torch, what will happen is the phone also begins to float in the air. What will be holding it, it will be the light energy. Oh. And light travels faster than sound. Light goes the speed of 300,000 kilometers per second. Oh, I'm going to turn to somebody here. I'm talking to educated people here. You went to school. Just, I'm talking to people who went to school. I didn't say finishing. At least, you went to something called the school. Hmm. And the light, listen to this. You don't even know what I'm talking about here. You will know later what I'm trying to take you to. But hear this. So when you take light, this is how we make miracles. People ask me a question like, how do you do it? You speak ways that happen. You prophesy things happen. You pray for lame people, they walk. Dead people come back to life. Blind, they see. What happens? This is the secret. Listen to this secret very careful. We have got light energy. I am teaching you this because I know them. When I prophesy, it does not mean I didn't go to school. I went to school. I did small, small. And I'm still doing it. And next day I'm getting my PhD. Now, in the case you don't know. Now, listen. Now, hear this. I will follow you. You're not following. So, we speak of light energy. Come on, somebody say light energy. When we speak of light energy, we'll go to Papa very soon. When you talk of light energy, when you put the stronger the light, the stronger the energy. I can prove to you that in the light there is energy. There is power in the light. I can prove to you, if you take a small light or a small bulb, you put up in your house, you are able comfortably put your eyes and look at it. But not the lights of a car. You didn't hear this. When the person puts full lights over a car, you can't look at the lights like this. 
Because there's too much energy in the light that can affect your eyes. To prove beyond measure about light energies, when you put so much light in your eyes, what will happen to your eyes? Your eyes will be destroyed. Now, if the light has the ability of destroying your eyes, it means there is something in the light which is called the energy. And in the light, it's also used for the process of, of photosynthesis, whereby the plants manufacture food. Are you still there? Are you still following or you're not following? I think the, the, the photosynthesis one, everyone knows it. But not the subatomic mass unit. Now, are you there? So when, you, when the light, light comes to the plants, plants are able to manufacture food. Now, that's it. Now, let's go to another thing again about light. Light is also used for healing cancer. There is a treatment in the hospital called radiotherapy. You didn't hear this. Whereby the extra excess of light is used. And cancer realizes a particular type of light. When that light comes, that light is able to burn the cancer cells. Are you following? So we are talking about radiotherapy here. Are you still following? Now, Jesus, out of all things, he said, you are the light of the world. No, 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 no. You are not eating there. Get this now. You are the light of the world. Now, let me take you back to the, the, to the Bible. The Bible says, for at Paba, in the West Coast, at Paba. What is this the Bible is talking about? If you read the whole story, you will find out that this was David. David was not an engineer. Neither went to school to do architect. But the Bible says he was sitting down, drawing the circle, how the church is going to look like, the temple of David. And the temple of David was built 100 years later after he died by his own son, Solomon. But by the eyes of faith, by the eyes of the quantum faith, he was able to draw that it would be like this. If you read the whole story, he was actually putting Papa there. This will be the gate at Papa. And even put guards will be staying here. He had put everything before the temple was built. Let's go back in the book of Exodus. When you go in the book of Exodus, I want to do something right now. I want to do something crazy. Can I do something crazy? Yeah. Wait, who create cars today? Yeah. Who create houses today? Yeah. I said, can I do something crazy? Yeah. Now, this is how we do it. Listen. In the Bible, the Bible speaks in the book of Exodus chapter 14. It says, and God said to Moses, the Egyptians you see, you shall see them. No more. But what are we going to do here? God never came down from heaven and separated the water. No, if somebody was preaching that, he was wrong. It was not God who separated the sea. It wasn't God. 
God said to Moses, what is in your hand? And Moses said, I have a rod. And God said, raise up your hands. That tells you that God was not asking about the rod. But he was asking about something invisible in his hand. If God was asking about the rod, then God could say, raise up your rod. We have so many preachers preaching wrongly that Moses raised up this rod. That's a lie. The Bible says, God said, what is in your hand? And Moses said, I have a rod, a stick. And God said, raise up your hand, not your stick. Which means there was something God was asking. What was in the hand of Moses, which was more than a stick. What was it? We'll find it out. In the Bible, in the book of Mark. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Chapter 16, the Bible says, For those who shall believe in my name, they shall lay their hands on the sick, and the sick shall be healed. Oh, am I talking to somebody? So the question is, what is in their hand? Look in your hands. What is in your hand? The answer will be nothing. In your hand, what is there? The answer will be nothing, but we'll find it out. Then Jesus says, you are the light of the world. Now, what is in your hand? Light. Now, you may not see the light. The fact you can see the wings of an eagle when it's flying does not mean the eagle does not have the wings. You can't see the light in your hand. That does not mean there's nothing in your hands. There is light. There is light energy. That is why we'll prove even much better. Let me speak something that I spoke, I think, some two months ago about the healing process in the science. I told you, I think you know some of you. I told you, just come here. Just come here, Apostle. Just come here. And come here, sir. Come here. I told you how healing takes place. There is no medication on earth that can heal any disease. I wonder why people, they, they, they say HIV has got no, no cure. There's no disease on earth with a cure. According to science, let me tell you. When you take a medication, the medication does not cure you. The medication, what it does, it goes and it supports the white blood cells to fight the germs. The bacteria. You have the blood in your body. And your blood in your body has got two components. The white blood cells and the red blood cells. And the red blood cells, there are two groups. The T cells and the B cells. And the white blood cells, there are two. They are the leukocytes and the monocytes. Also called the phagocytes. You all hear it? I feel like somebody's not hearing it. Now, are you still following or you are lost or something? Now, when you get a sickness, now, when you take the blood and you put in the measuring cylinder in the lab, what will happen is the blood, the blood will divide itself. The white blood cells will be on top. The red blood cells will go down. Now, when you take the white blood cells, as I said, all blood is manufactured in the bone marrows. Are you following? Hmm. All blood is manufactured in the blood, I mean in the bone marrows. 
Are you following or you are lost? Or oh, I should have stopped? So the white blood cells, they, are, they, are, they, they, they attack the bacteria in two ways. It's either they use the leukocytes. The leukocytes, they are white blood cells which produce toxin, poison. Whereby if you take some medication, some pills, they make these leukocytes to have more poison, whereby they attack the bacteria by poisoning. By a process called leukocytosis. Are you there? Now, hear this. Because you don't even know what I'm trying to do here. Now, well, the phagocytes, they are like a bean. They are curved like bean-like shape. The, the phagocytes. What they do, they diffuse themselves through the warm embryo towards the germ or bacteria by a process called diabetes. When they come to a germ or bacteria, they surround it and swallow it by a process called phagocytosis. Now, the germ dies. And what happens? You're like, I'm feeling better. I'm feeling better. I took some medication. It's not medication. It is your own white blood cells which were just energized. That's why if you've got the HIV, what happens is the white blood cells, because they become overpowered. They become weak and weak. You take a medication, but they're still becoming weak because the HIV, the virus becomes stronger. And what, what happens? You say, oh, I went for CD4 count. And they say that it's low. What is low? Actually, the CD4 count, it does not mean it's a certain account or it's a bank account or something. CD4 count actually means your white blood, the security in your body is low. Why? Because the white blood cells are being overpowered. Now, where does the blood get manufactured? It is manufactured in the bone marrows. True? Yeah. Following? Yeah. Now, what happens is, when I pray for a person, you have to understand this. The Bible says, the entrance of thy word giveth light. You didn't hear this. The entrance, the Bible says, the entrance of thy word giveth light. Are you following? Are you following? Are you following? Are you there? Then John 15 says, if you remain in my word, my word shall remain in you. Say the quantum of faith. If you remain in my word, my word shall remain in you. Now, if you, you take the word of God, what happens? You are taking light in you. If you remember, why? The Bible says the entrance of the word giveth light. So if you make the word enter, like now as I'm preaching, this word is entering. What is happening? Light is entering in you. Light energy. The light, 
the fortizo is entering in you. The light energy, the power is entering. Am I talking to somebody? What? It is removing problems. The energy is destroying everything. Why? The entrance of thy word bringeth light. Now, look at this. Are you still there? Now, so when a person is sick, it is the phagocyte, the monocyte, the leukocyte that functions in the body. There's diabetes, monocytosis, phagocytosis, leukocytosis, monocytosis, all those processes taking place in the body or whatever system may be there. But hear this. Are you still following? Hear this. So you have to take a medication and that may take you five weeks or five days you are still under treatment, taking medication. So the wobbler cells are still fighting. And they may make a camp somewhere in your body. If you've got a wound on your hand, what happens is they come under your arm, the white blood cells, and make a camp here. And you feel pain under your arm. That is not a bad thing. It's white blood cells which makes a camp to fight the germs, to monitor every germ that is coming on your wound. Oh, am I talking to somebody here? Yeah. Come on, ECG, you are lending people. Come, am I talking to somebody? Yeah. I'm talking to lending people. It's not like you are not lend. You went to school, you know? So they make, it's either they may, they may do it on top of your leg here or under your hands. When they make a camp to fight. Now understand. Where does the blood get manufactured? In the what? I mean in the bone marrows. If you take your Bible. In Hebrews chapter 4. Verse 12. The Bible says. The word of God. Is sharper. Than any double edged sword. It pierces. Where the bone marrows meet. The word of God goes in Hebrew 4 12. It says it goes into the bone marrows. And the Bible says, and separates. It divides. Am I talking to somebody here? It divides, separates. The word of God, when it comes in your bone marrows, it separates what? Now, let me tell you. If you have got cancer, asthma, or diseases, or sickness, or any problem in you, come here. So this is a person, right? And this is a problem. Come on, in front of him. So this person, wherever he's going, he has a problem, or a disease, sickness, cancer. Now the Bible says what? If you remain in my way, I will remain in you. You ask whatever you desire. It shall be given unto you. So this major prophet, he is in the word of God. And the word of God is in him. So when I lay my hand on him, bah, understand this. If I am in the word, the word is in me. It means I am the word. The Bible says nothing was born without not of its kind. A cow gives birth to a cow. A dog gives birth to a dog. And the Bible says you are born not by the corruptible seed, but by the seed incorruptible. So we are born from the word. If I am born from the word, then I am the word. (laughs) 
So the Bible says the entrance of the word giveth light. So what happens? And the Bible says, and, and, and the word is sharper than any double-edged sword. It pierces and divides where the marrows meet. Now what happens is when I lay my hand on him and I say, be healed. What happens is because I... Are you following? Because I am the word. Are you still following? I am in the word and the word is in me. This is how you can perform miracles. If you remain in the word, the Bible says if, which means it's a condition. You may remain or not. So it says if you remain in my word, my word will remain in you. Which means you can be there sometimes, sometimes you can't be in the word. So you have to be in the word at all times. The word has to be in you at all times. Am I talking to somebody right here? This is how we do miracles. You have to be in the word and the word has to be in you. And that you can be able to do miracles. Why? Because you are in the word and the word is in you. So the entrance of the word giveth light. So what happens? If the word has entered me, it has given me light. It means I have got the light energy in my hands, number one. Because the entrance of his way gives light. In my eyes, there is light. In my hands, light. Around me, light. It's called the light energy. Am I talking to somebody here? That's why if I can want to move here, people be falling left and right. Why? Because of the light energy. Why men of God struggle with anointing when they are praying for people, they push them so they can fall down, pushing someone that he must fall. It's because they don't have the light energy. I don't have to touch you. If I want you to get anointing, I'll just point you with a finger like this. You will go. Why? Because of what? Light energy. Now, the greater the light, the greater the energy in that what? Light. That's why Apostle Paul said, according to the power that works in you. He said, according, which means there may be little power or greater power. He said, according to the power that works. What makes the power in you? It is the light. If you are failing to move things around you, it is because your energy is too slow. Are you following? And now, understand. So the Bible says the word of God is sharper. So when I lay my hand on him, I say, be healed. What happened this? The word of God, the Bible says it goes to the bone marrows, according to Hebrews 4 verse 12, and separates. So what happened is, when I say be healed, the word of God does not phagocytosis, does not diabetes, leukocytosis, monocytosis, or whatever says. The word of God separates. That's why we've got instant healing. Now, this man is here, right? And I said, be healed. What happens is the word of God comes like a knife and separates. Cancer this side. This person this side. Are you hearing me? Come here. So this person had a problem. But because I spoke a word and I am the light, I have the energy. Number one, number two, I speak a word. And the word goes to the marrows and separates this person from death, this person from loneliness, this person from cancer, whatever sickness. 
So this one goes this way, and this person goes this way, and what happens? He feels the pain gone. The problem is gone. There are no longer deaths. There are no longer loneliness. All problems are gone. Why? Because the entrance of the word, somebody. I feel the anointing right here. Now, I used to follow him. So when God said to Moses, what is in your hand? He wasn't asking about the rod, but the light. Now I have told you in science, if you take, if you take the light, the greater light you put on a phone, what will happen? After one hour, the phone will begin to float. But depending on how great the light is. So when God said, Moses, raise up your hand, what happened? When this is the sea. The sea starts here, it goes there, and it goes and raise up your hand. The moment he was doing his hand like this, this is how the waters were. Where was the power coming from? From his hand. The energy was coming from his hand. So when he was doing like this, the waters were separated. Am I talking to somebody? So it was separating like this. So it was the energy. That's what the Bible says. By a prophet, Israel was delivered. Not by God. It says by a prophet. Why? Because a prophet was getting instructions from God. That's why the Bible says, shall lay your hand on the sick. There is too much energy in your hand which you don't know. Too much. That is why even demons are transferred through your hands. The Bible says, do not rush. Do not rush by laying of your hand. Because in such doing, some have shared even demons. The Bible says so. You wonder in your life you don't have a spiritual husband. But because you greeted someone on that day, how are you? And he says, I'm fine. You go home, you sleep, you're dreaming, sleeping with a man. Where is it coming from? The person you were greeting yesterday. You got a demon from that person, and you may not know. You, your life was moving well, financially, things were moving. But you greeted someone in the bus or somewhere at work or at anywhere. You may greet a person with a similar problem. You are able to transfer demons. That is why you must be full of the spirit. When you're full of the spirit and full of the word, what happens is the opposite. When you touch a person, there is energy from you that goes in a person. And the person will tell you, the time you greeted me, I felt the pain left me. I had a pain here. Who are you? You said, I am operating from the mountaintop. I am a child of God. The grace of God works in... Oh my goodness. I feel like somebody is getting something here with the quantum of faith. 